0: I'm back, and I'm glad to be back. I have a lot on my mind and a lot to say, but I don't really feel like saying it right now. Um, it's one of those times where you can feel the the understanding of all the things you're thinking coming to a head. And I'm not quite there yet. I know I'm, I'm on the right track, but I've just been feeling a bit too much uh, to comfortably and confidently talk about it. So, I'll tell a story. Um, last night around 2am, I was walking down the street and I saw a man about my age sitting under a detour, like orange traffic sign. And he was just standing there, not on his phone, not just looking aimlessly, wasn't moving at all. And then a guy comes out of uh, a large house, obviously drunk. And he says, Tommy, Tommy, stop. Tommy, no. That's a bad idea. Tommy and so the man that I saw under the detour sign, presumably Tommy, um, wrapped himself up in the sign, kind of put his arms through it and around it, and I stopped, and I was a little ways down the sidewalk, but I just turned around and looked at them out of curiosity and a little bit of concern for Tommy, and they talked for a couple seconds, and then they both walked back to the house. And I kind of feel like Tommy... And Tommy's friend right now. Uh, I think that's the best way to put it. And that's all I'm going to say for now. I'm excited for the podcast this year. Because I think there's a lot... A lot of really good things are going to happen. And a lot of really good conversations are going to happen. And I can feel myself already being more thankful. I don't really have a resolution this year. It's mostly just to recognize when something's making me unhappy and stop doing that thing and I think that's a very simple but good good way to live and I think I'm going to try to volunteer more and I'm going to reach out to people whom I have not as much because that that's it that's uh, what makes me most happy so my guest today who I've been very excited to publish is Merlin Ortner a production designer from Susperia. And I'm so thankful that I got to speak with him because Suspiria was lovely and it was so cool getting getting a look inside a job that I'm unfamiliar with. So for the intro music today, I wanted to do uh one of Tom York's songs from the movie, but obviously I can't just play it. So I covered it. And I covered it on this piano in this big hall that I work at. And the piano is terribly, terribly out of tune, so I had to play it higher. Uh, than the normal song so I think that helps my case a little bit and also I only played a a very small part of it and there's also a janitor (laughs) there was a janitor nearby rustling his bag and keys which adds to a little bit but yeah uh, look out for that and I hope uh, I'm really excited I'm really excited to get new people to listen Uh, I'm going to change the name of the podcast here in a few weeks probably which is going to be a big change but I think I think that'll be for the better And, um, yeah, I I really hope that more people listen to this. I hope that if you had listened before that you're still listening. I can't imagine there's anyone that's listened to all of them. I have, but that would actually be nuts if a single person had listened to all of them. If you're that single person, you're the best, and I appreciate it, and you should reach out to me and tell me what you think, even though I don't think you exist. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you if you do listen. I appreciate you a lot and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Merlin Ortner. tell me a bit about working on Suspiria. How'd it come um, to be?
1: What, what, uh, what do you want to know? I mean, it's, uh, where to start.
0: And, um, tell know. me, tell me how you like where you're stationed and how you basically, how do you get onto films? Like, are you like, do you like apply to work on them or do you work in a place where you're asked on various sets? Well,
1: uh, in this case, um, Inba Weinberg, who is the production designer uh, mm-hmm. of, of Superior. She's, uh, she's based in New York and she, uh, was working with, uh, with Luca for the time, through her agent, the VME, and they were already shooting, um, uh, part of it and, in, in like, uh, all the dance school and <clears throat> stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's taking place in Italy and, um, and the rest should actually have been uh, filmed in, in Budapest.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, and they actually also started prepping in Budapest. But at some point, Luca did not want to shoot in Budapest anymore because he wanted to have the original feeling of, of Berlin. That's awesome. Um, um, so uh, I think it was one week before Christmas last year sometimes, I mean, must be around this year, this time of year. Um, they decided to, to actually do it in Berlin and uh, to say that they already wanted to I think we start shooting in end of February. So it was quite a tight schedule. Mm-hmm. So Inbal was looking for a crew in, in Berlin and as she is a uh, uh, she is a fan of Christian Petzold. I don't know if you've heard about him.
0: But I haven't. You
1: know, movies like Phoenix and Barbara and stuff like that. Hmm. Um. And I, I have, uh, I have worked in all these movies actually. The last three he did. So she just scrolled through the crew list and found me actually. So, oh. uh <laughs>
0: Isn't that nice?
1: <laughs> that was that was basically um, how we got in touch. And, I mean, Inba has been involved in this project for obviously many months and she mm-hmm. also knows Berlin quite well. And I think we met, I got an email from Inba, I think it was the 2nd or 3rd of, of January, uh, that they wanted to shoot the period in Berlin, like one and a half months later, which is quite a short notice. <laughs> yeah. So, I think we met... One meet later, and we really got, uh, I mean, we really liked each other. So um, Mm. I started working on it uh, almost right away, actually. Wow. So that's how, and we had quite a few sets. Uh, All the exteriors were shot in Berlin, also some interiors. So uh, there, all the wall scenes and all that, we set up the complete wall again, 50 meters. So uh, it was quite. An intense prep <laughs> and shoot time. Yeah. Um, but also really nice. Um, so that's that's how Imran and I got to know each other. Huh.
0: How, what do you actually do on the set? I know. I know the the actual tasks of an art director can vary. So what did you specifically have to do? Sure.
1: I mean, uh, in the sense, I mean, I usually don't work as a classical art director, Mm -hmm. I've never really done that because classical art director would only do the drawings and not only, I mean, right, uh, do do the drawings and all that. So both of the cases I work more like a supervising art director who's like also trying to connect the the other departments that taken props and all that. I try to do that automatically also because I work as a production designer. uh, uh, mainly when I'm not doing art direction. So um, mm-hmm. I always try to connect the different uh, departments. And in this case, I mean, in this case, we I also did a lot of, of the drawings and controlling of the of the builds and uh, try to to connect all the dots, which is necessary in this kind of project because I mean, the, the team is not that big because it's i mean it's still it is an amazon production but it's yeah it's not a huge huge budget we had so it's not that like that we are like 40 people in the art department <laughs> uh, yeah so my my main task was to to uh yeah to actually do a lot of drawings we did some concepts and uh uh, Try to organize all stuff and with the builds and the prepping, and uh, of course also have to uh, speak a lot with with location managers, how and where we prep what when mm-hmm. we wrap things. Uh, so there's also a lot of organi- organizational things happening.
0: How much do you work with like um, the script and uh, the director? configuring like how it's going to look are you are you more so told of like a feeling of whatever the set may be and then you are a lot more creative with it or are you kind of given guidelines to work within well
1: I mean on superior uh, again Inver has been involved a lot more than me and also <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the Italian art director uh, obviously had been involved longer time than I have been right right um, but that to say, I mean, Inba is really, really precise and does always a super great job in her production design, but at the same time gives everybody the freedom to, to involve themselves, right? So, right. uh, she, she got a, she got a huge research Dropbox box with picture material from, from the period and mm. all kind of stuff, but. But then it's obviously us, uh, up to us to mm-hmm. to make some something out of that and show her and see if she likes it. Or, and then she will obviously talk with the director about it. Because I mean, uh, sometimes it's happened that also the art directors will, will speak with the director. But usually it's uh, the the production designer who mm-hmm. will present it to the director. But and again, I think uh, she she gives a lot of freedom uh, um, to to everybody in the team,
0: hmm. and that also creates a lot of creativity. Were there any sets in particular that you worked on that you feel you like left a particularly creative mark on?
1: I think all sets we had in Suspiras was really. Uh, kind of unique and creative mm-hmm. in a way, because they were all period. And they were, I mean, we, we made this, this checkpoint, you saw the movie where where the old guy is uh, getting from east to west. And we actually built that in a, like, a wow. uh, in, uh, in a hall just across our production office uh, out of pure necessity to, to find some place <laughs> where we could wow. build it in the budget we had. And also, the wall, we built like 50 meters of the building wall, which is also quite challenging because we <laughs> had very, very limited uh, time to do that. We actually only had three days to build it on set. Wow. So, uh, there were some challenges there to to, to, to do all that. So, um, but all of the interiors we had, we had the police office and all that. I mean, yeah. Um, I think uh i I would not p- put my fingers on one set, but I really thought that the that checkpoint worked quite mm-hmm. well um but also knowing how we how we managed to do it actually in in the limit limited time and budget we had so yeah I think that was a quite a quite thing good thing we did in Berlin because again, they did all the interiors of the dance school and everything in italy and i yeah, yeah. Both in involved uh, in these sets which uh, which of course also look stunning no so yeah absolutely
0: it's weird yep. it's really weird like how when you break it down like this how there's so many different locations for everything but it all, it's all so cohesive when you actually watch the movie yeah What do you, what do you think of the final product
1: neat Uh, (laughs) it's it's also beautiful i i i think for a lot of viewers it can be disturbing absolutely (laughs) especially if they if they have yes (laughs) uh the the old movie which i by the way didn't like oh you didn't
0: like it really
1: no so i think that's why i like the new one because i didn't like the old one because i've heard that a lot of people who like (laughs) I'm <laughs> crazily in love with the old one. <laughs> Hated this one, so I, I can imagine. I don't know how you're feeling about that, but
0: yeah, I think they're very different. Um, I watched I watched the old one after I saw the new one, uh-huh, because okay. I read something that said watching the the old one isn't going to do you like any favors if you watch yeah. the old one first. And they're just very different. Um, I definitely like the new one more, and I think the new one has like story <laughs> to it? Sure. And the yeah. the old ones just kind of very visual and very atmospheric and not a lot really happens. It's just kind of like random and weird. Um why didn't you like it?
1: Well, it was a little bit like it was the same. I mean, it is visually of course interesting, but um, <laughs> I I thought it was a bit it's a bit too weird to me also from the colors, from the colors and everything. Yeah. Um, so, and the story, yes, I mean, there's not really a story. No? I mean, there's a story, <laughs> but, uh, so, but, again, the, the, all the spirit is like a cult of, object, no? I mean, there yeah, are people, people love who it. love it crazily, and so, I think, these people maybe not love the new one. Mm-hmm. And also, of course, it's it's also hard to compare, like, these two products. They're so different. Um, they're so different, no? So maybe you should take two art pieces and, and look at them individually and not compare them all the time. That's maybe an wow. idea.
0: That's pretty deep.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is, no? I mean, it's like... <laughs> Uh, so,
0: uh, do you think that's something that people do too often? Is try to compare?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, especially in, in remakes of of movies, mm-hmm. you will always uh, try to compare what you saw first, no? Yeah. Um, and also, in, I mean, if you read a book and then afterwards you you saw the movie, you would usually people are. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, a little bit sad about that product, like, <laughs> it's typical of a typical example as a Lord of the Rings, no? Yeah, I mean, uh, my brother read the books, all the books, and then he saw the movie and he was a really little disappointed. <laughs> and I never read the books, and then I, I saw the movie first, and then I read the books, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay, but <laughs> the movie is still nice, <laughs>
0: right? Right, so, um. Yeah, it's a really interesting take on it. I mean, I feel like people just get very attached to art and they like they they create this personal connection to it like it's theirs or like it can't sure. be it can't be messed with. And if someone does something they're like, "Oh, no." But I think Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I think The New Suspiria is like a very good a very good remake because it's not it's not for money, you know. It's not it's not exact. It's not at all like the original. <laughs> it it has its own life and its own sort of air to it, and I really appreciate that for it not being an exact. Like it's not even a remake, I guess, if you if you want to put it that way. Yeah, it's
1: something else, no. I mean, it's uh, the the storyline was obviously um, has been seen before, but it's not. It's not the same, no. It's actually, not, I mean, there's a dance school and there's the, the witches and that's about 60, it. But uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Everything else is pretty new. And um,
0: what did you like about the new one?
1: Well, I mean, visually, it works really well, no? Um, yeah. And also uh, from 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 the acting. Till that's always great. Tilda's
0: amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I mean,
1: what can you say? So, uh, I, I mean, don't... I I wanted to to explain the story to my brother's wife, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really figure it out. Actually, <laughs> so, which is, I mean, maybe you don't need the story, right? Uh, yeah. To understand the movie, but does um, not quite,
0: yeah. People walked out of the theater when I went. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, as you, when you see the reviews, yeah. they're quite mixed, no? I mean, it's from zero to five stars, so. Um, <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. It's not for everybody. I'll say that.
1: No, it's, I think it's these kind of movies where, where you either love or hate, no? Yeah. There's not least in between. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, I think it's never Luca Luca's intention to to really please any audience.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, Especially to come out with this right after coming out with Call Me By Your Name. Like, an incredibly different (laughs) kind of movie. (laughs) Not really the same at all. No, not at all, so... Um, Yeah. I'm also a huge, huge Radiohead fan, so Tom York doing the soundtrack was just... I think it fit really well. The music was awesome. I loved Volk and just the whole the whole yeah, dance yeah, yeah, yeah. sequence. It was just. I mean, every time they danced, it was just always cut and edited so nicely. I loved it. I think
1: the title designer the title designer from Star Wars. I don't know if you knew.
0: I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> he was the one who, who did this original Star Wars title design. Wow. Yeah, he was actually on set one day. Uh, spoke with him about the title design and all that. It was quite, uh, quite funny. Very That's kind
0: of interesting. Huh. Yeah. I wonder. See, there's so many different moving parts to film. It's crazy. I sure, just. I mean, I've never been yeah. on a set before, and I would love to just see all the people running around and all the different conversations and things that need to happen to make the movie happen. Because the, well, the amount of actors compared to crew is just. <laughs> you know yes obviously and nobody
1: really gets what's happening on the film set also because it's quite close community it's like a circus i always mm-hmm. compared with a circus no? and you just see the show but you never see what's <laughs> really behind yeah and i mean not even my my, my sister understands really what i'm doing. No? <laughs> Not even my wife, uh, when I tell her well, I did the, did the art direction on this, what's the difference between art direction <laughs> and production? I mean, we've been together for eight years, and she uh, she still doesn't really get the, the difference. Um, so so it is also complex. I mean, every time I have to explain, yeah, I'm doing production design, yeah, what that? I mean, I I think I never met anybody who knew what a production designer is, actually.
0: That's why I wanted to talk to you, (laughs) because I I don't know what it is. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, again, art direction, production design is two different things. seems to
0: be pretty pretty wide, both. Well, I mean, the art direction...
1: I mean, before, in the old days, everything was called art director, that's also why it's there's an art director guild now in, in mm-hmm. LA and not the production designer guild, which I mean now the art director guild only, I mean not only, but it's mainly honoring production designers and art directors.
0: That's interesting.
1: But um, in the old, older days, there was only art directors uh, because t- all the teams were much smaller, no? Mm-hmm. So you didn't have all these different levels and... The film because the budgets were smaller, the films itself was smaller, mm-hmm. um, and here in Germany it's uh, it's a bit the same. We we never. I mean, four or five years ago there was not. I mean, nobody was really called an art director.
0: Really, that's recent. Uh,
1: it's really, yeah, they, they, it's it's more because we have a lot of American productions and we are taking over the terms you have in American productions.
0: How did you come to be an art director? What, what was your path?
1: Well, my path, I mean, I've been doing this for, I mean, I started in, in the industry like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually started as an extra, you couldn't think, but that's, wow, <laughs> <that's>, uh, <laughs> uh, On a TV show.
0: You got to start somewhere
1: yeah and then i asked the art director if he didn't from the show if he maybe when he would need some assistance one day i would be happy to to join his team and at some point he said yes and i worked for him for a couple of years and yeah that's that's how i got into the industry
0: <laughs> Well how did you become an extra? Like were you studying something before that? Did you go to school for film at all or did did you not really know?
1: No, I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> and I needed to get, make some money and my <laughs> girlfriend back then was a makeup artist. Uh, oh. was this TV show. So Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 so I was totally broke. <laughs> and you get like 50 bucks uh, a day here in Germany to be an extra so. Mhm. That was a lot of money for me and uh, yeah, that's
0: And here you are.
1: Here you are, ten years later. But um I mean art department is a good, fun department here. I mean we have
0: Yeah, are you happy also, you're are you happy you're doing this? Do you love it?
1: Sure, I mean it's I mean if you you always say if you would do something for free is thing you should do, no, so yeah, and we work for free a lot of times. we go in the movie industry, so. um, but yeah, I mean, in general, it's great working in the art department. It's also long hours, but. Um,
0: Have you ever had a predisposition to film or, or even being artistic?
1: Well, I, I studied fine arts actually, so. Um, oh. Um, I I kept doing movies while I I was studying fine art. And for me, production design was always actually the combination of fine arts and uh, production design was quite important for me. And it still is because it's like creating an image, which is actually just moving. So it has a lot to do with creating colors and Mm. having a concept on how particularly picture should look. It's just not hanging on a wall, but it's it's uh, it's in a movie projector.
0: Yeah, so, it's like a three D painting. It's weird.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So that's I actually come from from painting.
0: Oh, did you? Were you paint? Did you? or a painter?
1: Yeah, I, st- I started. I started uh, art school with with doing paintings. Actually, yeah, but. Hmm. I, I continued doing movies in in the summer vacations occasions and and then I slipped over to photography and only do movies at the end. Do
0: you (laughs) you still paint?
1: Uh, No, actually um, not. I stopped with that after the second semester. And then I just did movies and and film and uh, photography.
0: Are you from Germany originally?
1: Yes, I was born here, but I was raised in Denmark, which is a little bit mm-hmm. up north. But then I, I moved back to, to Berlin huh. to uh,
0: to study. How is um how is the movie industry there like compared to the US? And like do they are they does the US saturate that industry at all there? In in Germany. Mm-hmm. Like, how does it compare?
1: Well, I mean, the, the system is quite different, no? Uh, mm-hmm. In Germany, uh, or in the U.S., you have a free market. Uh, we are, You have the big, big studios, no? Yeah. Which uh, Amazon and Netflix is taking a good bite of uh, right <laughs> now. They, they're becoming big studios themselves. And they fund a lot, a lot of, a lot of, Projects now, which of course, a lot there's also a lot of crap, but <laughs> well, there are also quite quite some some stunning things being produced now. Yeah, and um, here in Germany, we only have the funding to. Uh, it's like half governmental fundings from the different districts of the uh, of Germany, then we have a little bit from the TV stations. Hmm which uh, which limits uh, the output a lot um, because we don't have uh, so much money for the <laughs> for the productions and usually obviously the ones who are a little more famous get the most funding because the uh, funding industry knows okay if I give this to this director this production company I will uh, I will create something or I will maybe get my money back or whatever, you know? Uh-huh. So it's not... And in the U.S., it's more, okay, we spend 10 million on that. I don't care. We just made the Avengers 5. We make make that back in two days, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's a huge difference, actually. Um,
0: so are U.S. Because, films... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no. So, so that is... That's different. That we uh, we are limited in our output, which is a bit a, a bit of shame because we also limit us to uh, to certain directors. We are not. I think we are a little more frightful of going new paths.
0: Wow, why do you think that is?
1: Well, it's a money thing. It's a totally yeah. money thing. No. So uh, and what what belongs to the art department in the U.S. is also much more advanced. No, I mean yeah. production designer got involved much, much 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 earlier in the production than we do here in Germany you know? I mean the production designer here in Germany is involved maybe as last and uh, because it's like okay we have this money left it's for art department take it or leave it <laughs> in the US you have uh, pre-production and bigger movies where you have like constant artists working on it and also in smaller movies right I think the role of the production designer and art departments is Taken, much was serious actually than mm. in Germany.
0: That's very interesting. So, how like, like what movies did you watch like growing up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> to I be guess honest, when I... I was when I was growing up, I was not really I was not this guy who watched all the movies mm-hmm. and wanted to become a production designer. It, it was not like that at all. Then
0: I guess I'll ask it differently. Did like are, have U.S. films always been? Have they always had a presence in Germany? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. I mean,
1: I grew up in Denmark, so um, right there, are, of course, a lot of American productions. Which, by the way, I mean, we dub our movies here in Germany and uh-huh. in Denmark because it's such a small country. Right. They don't they just sub sub them? Oh. So, um, so I grew up with the original.
0: Oh, that's cool. of
1: most of the movies.
0: That's very interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Um, but, I mean, my wife is much more advanced. She's an actress uh, than I am in all oh. movie history than, than I am. But, <laughs> I mean, a lot of... She's been watching movies since she was 14 because she always wanted to be an actress. And I know, I mean, maybe half of the movies she does. So, uh, <laughs>
0: I just, um, I just never know since I'm from America. I never know how it works on the outside because, sure. you know, like especially with music, like American music is very popular all over the world. So I'm just always Obviously. curious to see how like the movie industry works that way. Um, What kind of music have you lived with?
1: Well, um, I always lived with all kind of music because my, my brother... Seven years older than I, and mm-hmm. he has been like a music geek always. <laughs> so I grew up with jazz, funk, classic, everything. So, I mean, my, my first CD was, was a CD from, from Quincy Jones back on the block. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good so, CD.
1: It's a good CD. It is really a good CD. It still is. So, um,. I've been growing up with a lot of music, actually. Um, and later on, yeah, I, if you mentioned Radiohead, I actually lay, lay beside Radiohead, the complete band, on the festival once. Wow. <laughs> I was, like, 16, and the, there's a big festival in Denmark, the Horskille Festival. <laughs> That's awesome. That's quite funny, actually. <laughs> but, um,
0: I saw Radiohead yeah. three times this summer. That's how big of a fan I am. <laughs> I pretty much followed them from state to state because <laughs> they've only come to my state um, twice since I was born. Mm. Actually, no, once since I was born. The The time before that was two years before I was born. So there was like a 15-year gap where they just didn't come at all. And so I, want, I had to take advantage of that. Yeah, I can totally... Understand. So what do you listen to now? if anything at all?
1: Uh, Well, I just, I mean, I just got our daughter. We just had a daughter 10 months ago. Congrats. Wow. Yeah, thank you. 11 months ago, actually, now time flies. (laughs) So right now, most of the time, I listen to children's music. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes I listen to to actually quite still some Quincy Jones and some
0: Miles
1: Davis. <laughs> and, um, um, yeah, but I also enjoy uh, some good rock music sometimes, like the German band R- Rammstein. I don't know if you know. I Rammstein.
0: love Rammstein. Oh, my gosh. Rammstein is yeah. awesome. Have you ever yeah, seen them?
1: Thought, yeah, I saw them once in Denmark, and I, just, I don't know if you know, but they just announced this. The stadium uh, stadium Tour.
0: No way, Really?
1: Yeah, 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 like last week, and uh, it was, of course, sold out after five minutes.
0: What? Um, is this Is this worldwide?
1: No, it's just in Europe.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And Russia, so, uh, and Eastern Europe, actually. So, oh, new
0: album, um, too, wow.
1: New album, too, and uh, so, but I, I bought two tickets for St. Petersburg, actually, so we're That's
0: going. so cool. I want to yeah,
1: hear how I that mean, is. Only
0: yeah, they have a really good... Son, so oh, that's yeah. awesome. They have a really good documentary that they just released, and it's Rammstein in America, and it's basically, like, the history of how they became so big over here. And it's sure. it's insane, like... They did I think one of their first US tours they sold out like they were afraid to play Madison Square Garden cuz their PR was like no one's going to know who that is like <laughs> like they have some fans but like it's still a German ran, random German band and they sold out Madison Square Garden in like 5 minutes. It yeah. like something crazy like that. They came I think 2012 or 2011 and I didn't get to go but my parents went cuz they love Rammstein. <laughs> That's <fair>. That's <laughs> yeah. But like, they've both seen like fifty concerts and up, and they've they said that's the greatest show like they've ever seen by far. So I really want to see the them.
1: The show is really great. I mean, it's totally crazy, and I mean, you. I saw them in Denmark. It was not that crazy a show, but the Russians, usually the Russian shows are quiet. Was
0: there all the fire crazy. and the?
1: Yeah, obviously it was. But I mean, I mean they. They like to play like in big scenes like Paris or Moscow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm excited to see.
0: Um, I'm jealous. That'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean you can uh, you should you should fly over. I think, <laughs> some, yeah, let me just. Petersburg.
0: Let me just hop on over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? Um, <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> again, the,
1: the, in, in Germany, all the concerts were really. I mean, usually the the servers, they just crashed and Oh really? Did again, so they they were sold out within ten minutes. Oh, I think twenty man. stadiums. So wow,
0: people love Rammstein. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think so, but um, I guess their music just speaks to people. It's got that 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 vibe to it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you see this. I'm sure you do. There's this YouTube videos where you show elderly the, the music of of certain bands like the yeah, Antwort and Rammstein. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. That's they quite...
0: they both have very weird videos.
1: <laughs> no, no. But there, there's this thing on YouTube where you where there's somebody who shows elderly. Uh, oh uh, yeah,
0: like, yeah, of, yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Like elders react to. Yeah. yeah. Quite funny, no? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen that. I didn't know they did Rammstein and D'Antwoord. I didn't know they did that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite funny to both of them, actually.
0: <laughs> I, I will have um, to watch that because they, they are both very interesting. <laughs> yeah, <groups>. exactly. <laughs> D'Antwoord's got some awesome stuff, though.
1: They are. I think they are quite crazy to
0: Do you like any sort of hip hop?
1: I'm not that much into hip hop anymore. I mean, I was, mm-hmm. I was younger, obviously. Right. All the gangster rap of Ice T and Ooh. stuff like that. <laughs> but no, I don't think I'm. I lost a lot track of all the hip hop. <laughs> I think after after
0: the anime and all that. Mm-hmm. No. There's some good stuff yeah. out there. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, I know my 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 stepson. He's uh, he's doing a lot of hip hop music. He's really into it, but um, um, yeah, I think. I mean, I just sometimes obviously uh, I have some Spotify going on with hip hop, <laughs> but I'm not yeah following that much, to
0: be honest. I wanted to mention um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's called Rockabye Baby. And it's, uh-huh. like, lullaby music, but they cover, like, famous bands, like Radiohead and, like, the White Stripes and, like, the Flaming Lips and just a bunch of, like, really popular bands, like Led Zeppelin and all that. And But they do, they're, like, lullaby versions. <laughs> oh, okay, that's funny. And, like, I plan, like, if I ever have kids, like, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm just gonna sure. play the Radiohead <laughs> lullaby just to get it in their heads so that when I play the real whoa. songs, they're like, whoa... I, know I will look that
1: up for sure.
0: It's, it's pretty cool. Like, they're really well done, too. They're really impressive. They have so many. I, I don't even know where to begin.
1: Yeah, I will look that up
0: for sure. Um, so the only, like, thing that I can think of, and this is totally random, but there's this sure. movie called The Wall that was made in uh, Austria, I think, but it's in German. Have you ever heard of that?
1: It's no, I don't think so. It's about Maybe.
0: this this woman who's in a like a hunting lodge in the Alps and she like can't leave because the wall's like a force field. Does that sound familiar at all?
1: Yes. Haven't there been a US remake of that?
0: Um, I don't know if they did a, a remake of it. The only one I've seen is the um the actual yeah, yeah, German yeah. production one.
1: No, I think yes, yeah, yeah, I think it rings a bell somewhere. Deep inside.
0: <laughs> deep inside. <laughs> uh,
1: but I think there's been a American haven't there been a there usually US, is US uh, remake of that.
0: We usually mm-hmm. tend to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean why not? Sometimes it's better than i it's worse, no? <laughs> yeah, but that movie is beautiful. That's why I was curious if you'd seen it. I think it um I think it was nominated for an Academy Award actually over here for best, best Foreign Film okay. or something like that. But yeah, it's called, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, d how, how would you say that? Yeah, 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 I, I, yes, I,
1: I know the, yeah, I've heard about it, I don't think I actually
0: It's based the, on a book, uh, too.
1: Yeah, exactly, maybe I actually read the book or something like that, or my sister has mentioned the book. Um, hmm. But, yeah, uh,
0: but, yeah. Highly recommended. Sure. All right, Merlin, we can wrap it up if you want.
1: Cool. I mean, I hope uh, it made any sense to you.
0: Yeah, it did. I'm so glad to get that insight. I'm so thankful. I appreciate talking to you so much.